Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Unexpected trouble? CashNet USA can take the stress out of borrowing emergency funds. Our fast, secure application process makes it easy to apply online 24 7. Plus, CashNet USA offers same-day funding if approved before 10.30 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Additional terms may apply. Visit CashNetUSA.com or tap the banner to apply today. What's up, everybody? It's your boy B. Scott with the Philadelphia Eagles. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Fly, Eagles, fly. This is a Brawl Network production. We're talking about practice, man. You're listening to Philly Sports with Giovanni. It felt really good to prove to everybody, but not only that, prove to ourselves that we we had great potential. And through the year, we just kept passing tests and passing tests. And eventually, we were the team to beat. Here's the man, the myth, the legend, Giovanni Hamilton. Welcome to a special episode of Philly Sports with Giovanni. Uh, I'm here with Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football. What's up? What's up, Giovanni? You tell me. I am so flattered to be here. I'm excited to be here. And tell me if I'm right. I think I'm here on a very special week because isn't it just about your birthday? Yeah, tomorrow. Whoa. All right. Well, first of all, happy birthday. And what do you want for your birthday, man? Uh, I, I really wanted this Eagles win, and I got it. So <laughs> okay. Really what I wanted. I wanted the Eagles win, and we got it. And, you know, they used my three keys to success. They fed Miles Sanders. They let Carson be Carson, and the defense got interceptions. So. Wow. Giovanni, what does that mean when you say let Carson be Carson? What's that mean? So in 2017, Doug wasn't really trying to make Carson a pocket passer. He was kind of letting him do his own thing and run out of the pocket. And yeah. it seems like he's trying to change him. We don't want to change him. But listen, you gailed all three of your keys to the game and you got a birthday present. That is so, so, so cool. Sorry, just a little interruption. This is my daughter. This is Evelyn. Evelyn, this is Giovanni. Can you say hello? She's a little bit tired right now from school. So she's interrupting like she does during Good Morning Football all the time. But I'm working right now. This is a professional interview that I'm doing, Evelyn. Can you please give me some privacy? Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, she's only four. She does not have the manners or the football acumen that you do, Giovanni. But I'm excited to be here. What should we talk about, man? Uh, so I really want to talk about the, the Eagles win and break it down with you. Okay. Um, you know... Our our defense did pretty good towards the end. Yeah. Um, 
they got some interceptions when they needed to. Um, they they really took care of the 49ers offense and made sure they didn't score towards the end, which uh, we really needed. Our offense did pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, I wanted to get your opinion on uh, what the Eagles should improve on. Oh, man. Well, you know what? A week ago, Giovanni, I would just would have said everything. Oh, my goodness, everything. But like you said, we got to win. And wasn't it fun during that 49ers game to watch the other team's quarterback struggle and to see the other teams? Not only did Nick Mullins struggle, he got taken out of the game. And it's kind of cool because, you know, in that game, a lot of people were saying it should be Carson who gets taken out and he should get benched. Well, Sure enough, the Eagles played so well that the other team's quarterback got benched, and it just felt good. It felt like it was, uh, I guess you could say it was kind of poetic, like it happened that way. So the fact that they got their first win, finally, it's you know how this team is. You've watched them for years. I know you have. That when they get confident and when they get rolling, they can beat anybody, and they're going to need it because I'm sure, Giovanni, if, if I know you like I think you do in the brief time that we've met, I think you're probably looking at the schedule and you know that it is not going to be real easy. No, it's not. But now that they started going against the 49ers, I I don't think you're going to be able to stop them this season. Woo! I love it. And, um, yeah, they they played pretty good. It was kind of sloppy at moments, but you know what? A win's a win. Yeah, when you're one, two, and one, I don't care if you win two to nothing and commit 36 penalties. As long as you win, we couldn't go to 0-3 and 1, especially, let's be honest, Giovanni, especially if that's what you wanted for your birthday. I think the guys know that. Come on, we couldn't have lost that game. I don't care who they're playing. Yeah. Um, so I saw you talking about it on Good Morning Football the other day. Yeah. Um, about Carson Wentz when he was lined up against the cornerback. Yeah. He was pushing him and stuff. <laughs> awesome. It was like... He, he didn't just play quarterback. He, he played wide receiver, and it, yeah. it was awesome. Sometimes the, uh, sometimes the North Dakota comes out of that guy. You know what? You've seen that sometimes where they take the quarterback, and if they're running a trick play or trying to do something sneaky, he'll be out at wide receiver. And then, you know, the quarterback never really knows what to do out there because he's supposed to just stand there and don't get hurt. So we've seen a lot of guys who either – look bored or confused or awkward and Carson's like I guess if I'm out here I might as well block this guy (laughs) so let's not forget too he's also a huge guy it's not like he's Kyler Murray out there who's like a little drink of water like Carson Wentz is a huge guy so in another life you know he could be a tight end at some point so he went after it and um, listen if they start winning games right now, that might be one of those images we remember, the time that Wentz decided he was going to fight the guy instead of just standing there. I loved it. Yeah, that that was – it was awesome because he, he actually put in the effort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about how Miles Sanders, he ended the season last season with 818 rushing yards. Uh-huh. And this year I think he could – break a thousand if Doug Peterson uh, uses the run game more because it seems like Doug kind of just abandons the run game at some points. What do you think about that? 
You know what, Giovanni? Am I sensing that you are frustrated with Coach Peterson? Because that's come up a couple times, and I really like that you just refer to him as Doug, like he's one of your friends that you know, because that, that puts you on the level. That gives you some stakes. Ah, it's Doug. I sense that you are frustrated with him, and I respect it, because you should be, especially after that Cincinnati game. But yeah, listen, running it, I, I think the problem has been, and you know this, it's those guys up front have been really, really banged up, and we're losing this lineman and this lineman, and then Lane Johnson's walking off the field, and they started one of my favorite Eagles, was Jordan Mailata, left tackle, the big rugby player who has the voice of an angel. Let me ask you, John, about it. have you ever seen the clip of Jordan Mailata singing? Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. He has the most beautiful voice. Have you seen that thing? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, if, if you haven't, or if you got to see it, double back and check it out. If they can block like he sings, then Miles Sanders is going to have 1,500 yards. And you're right. They got to get back to it. They should get back to it. And Doug, as we call him, hopefully watches the show and is writing this down. Yeah, if you if you have a, a guy like Miles Sanders who can just break tackles you and, and you're not using the run game, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know either. Can I, can I use my time out here and ask you a question, Giovanni? Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times during this year, the people who have to stay home or they're in quarantine or whatever, they, they like, they can't, they don't look good or they can't get their hair cut or they're not in shape. Most people right now this year, their hair looks really bad. You are the exception. Can we talk about your hairstyle? How does that work? Who does it? How do you color it? Well, let's start with one question. When did this start? Uh, 2017. What? You've been yep. doing this for three years? Yep. And I, you always color it too? Yep. All right. So do you do it yourself or maybe someone in your family? Like, How, how do you do this haircut? Because it looks really cool. And if you're doing it for three years now, you got it down. Yeah, my mom colors it, which actually it's been a real headache because every time that we pick a good green, yeah. it goes out of stock. Oh, Everyone finds out what hair color it is, and they get it. Oh my gosh! So you're like, you're like one of these celebrities where, um, you know, the someone will walk on the red carpet in the cool dress or purse, and then everyone goes and runs out and buys it. You're saying that once Giovanni hits this green, everyone will go get it, and then it'll be out of stores. See, because I want to get it myself, but I don't know if it'll be available. So next time you're gonna pick one. Will you send me a DM or something so I can be in on it, please? Because yeah. it looks great. Yeah. And uh, I I got the green mullet. I got I got green on the back now, too. So. You do? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I got the Zachary's haircut. Yeah. All right. Because I, I was thinking, um, I saw a picture of you online and you were wearing a Zach Ertz jersey. I think it was an 86. So I thought you'd show up with the 86, but then you got 24 you, that's the Miles Sanders. Or no, who is that? Is that Jalen? Who is 24? Jerry Slay. Oh, Slay. So that's a new jersey. Yeah. How many jerseys you got, man? I think 17. Yeah. 17? Yeah. What, all right, what was your first one? Uh, Carson Wentz. You got a number 11 Carson Wentz, your first Eagles jersey? Yeah. 17 jerseys since then? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's more than the team has. Do you have um, – <laughs> all right, aside from Wentz – and then I'm going to stop asking questions because that's your job. But I'm fascinated by you. Aside from the Wentz jersey, do you have a favorite one? Oh, probably, probably my OG Jalen Mills one. Oh, the OG Jalen Mills. Green or white? 
The green. The green OG Jalen Mills. All right, that's enough. I, I could ask you questions for hours, but it is your show. I am merely a guest. So please, Giovanni, proceed. All right, so out of every NFL team, what yeah. is your favorite team to cover? To cover? See, that's a really good question. Well, we get really lucky on Good Morning Football, you know, because we get to talk about all 32. And a lot of times if you work in sports, you really can only talk about one wherever you live. And I've done a little bit of that, too. But um, being able to it's like I have 32 ice cream flavors. And which one is my favorite? Well, I grew up in Chicago. So I grew up a, a Bears fan when I was your age. And I had the same jerseys. I didn't have 17 of them, but I had a couple. And uh, so it used to be the Bears. But then when I started working for the NFL, I'm not really a Bears fan anymore. I, I, I hope for good things for them, but I don't get disappointed if they lose. So I would say that the most, my most favorite team to cover, well, listen, aside from the Eagles, I, I, have a, I have a love affair with the Eagles and their fans, and we developed some really good history together. So I will just put them aside because it's definitely them. I mean, I'm wearing a sweatshirt with Nick Foles and Uncle Sam on it. That answers itself. But I will tell you a fun one. I will finally answer the question. A really fun one that is really far away from you and I right now is the Raiders. I like covering the Raiders because the short answer is we go on the air at 7 a.m. Eastern time, 7 a.m. Uh, Atlantic. And that means that where the Raiders fans are, it's four in the morning because they're all the way in the West Coast or Vegas or wherever they are. And they still will tweet the show at 4.15 local time when we go live. And I don't think it's because they're up early. I think it's because they stayed up late. And that's the mark of a true fan. I don't know if those people ever sleep, and I love them for it. So aside from the Eagles, the silver and black, I would say. Yeah. All right. So um, do, you, do you have any superstitions or game day rituals? Uh, like like me, I put, I put up my... Uh, Christmas tree, my magic Christmas tree, because it worked in 2017. The only time that it didn't work was when we had the lights off on New Year's Eve uh, for the Dallas game. So I put that up, and they actually won. So we're going to keep that up. See, here's the problem with this this interview, Giovanni. You're way more interesting than me. Like, never mind my my superstitions. Am I to understand, let me have this right, that you – and presumably your whole family have a Christmas tree in your home yep. <laughs> right now in the month of October. Yep. Now wait, is this a, one of these little guys that sits on the end table and is about? A, or yep. are we talking a full size Christmas it's a tree? Huge Christmas tree. Does it have ornaments? Yeah, we just <laughs> it. <laughs> and you're telling me that your family was okay with this because it's going to work and it's going to get the birds a win. Yeah, we actually bought a whole new Christmas tree just for it. You bought a new tree? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and you're just going to keep it up, like, for the whole fall and everything? Yep, for everything. <laughs> wow. See, that's – I've never – I know there's a lot of weird superstitions, but having the giant tree in the month of October – you know, right now it's supposed to be pumpkins and spider webs. And, no, 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 no. You stick with what works for you. And wait, when did you put it up? Did you put it up before the Niners game? Yeah, we actually put it up, like, uh, September 28th. Wow. All right, September 28th. So the tree is is working for you. See, this is what I mean. How am I supposed to follow that with superstitions? I'm supposed (laughs) to tell you that, 
oh, we decorated our whole house for St. Patrick's Day and with four-leaf clovers and leprechauns. No, no, we didn't do anything like that. Um, my superstition, I don't really, I don't have one for games because I don't have a stake in it like you do. Like, I don't, um, I'm, I, I don't have a, I'm not hanging on who's going to win or lose so much. But before the show every day, um, mine are just nice things. You know, every single morning, I, I have a son who's six and then my daughter who you met, I go in in the morning and I check on them in their rooms and I give them a kiss and I give my wife a kiss. It's really early. It's, it's pitch black when I wake up. So everyone's still sleeping. Um, so I do that. And then, um, I don't know, I guess my only superstition is, is getting uh, on the air every single morning and trying to make fun of Nate as much as possible. Like that's, that's my superstition. And that's always very easy because Nate's an easy target. So I've done that every day for four years. Kiss my kids, kiss my wife, make fun of Nate. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves the Christmas tree so much that we're actually making uh, the Magic Tree Christmas tree uh, shirts for the Eagles Brown Network. Wow. So <laughs> the back history of this is that when the Eagles won it all a few years ago, it was, I mean, it was that they went on that magical run, I guess, when Wentz got hurt and it was Christmas time. So do I have this right? You had the Christmas tree then because it was a natural to have the tree. Mm-hmm. So now you're thinking, well, last time they won it all, we had a Christmas tree. We might as well put a Christmas tree up. Is that, that's, is that right? Yep. And then when we put it up, they started winning. So Okay. So <laughs> did you also, are you also going to put up stockings and sing Christmas songs and jingle bells and everything? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever it takes, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um... My goal is to be a head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles one day. Okay. And um, since I can't physically play football, I just want to be a part of the business. Yeah. My backup plan is to be on Good Morning Football like you. Right. So I want to know, how did you get into uh, Good Morning Football? Thank you for asking. Uh, I, I love that you want to be a coach. And you'll be Coach G, and you'll run a, a very aggressive run game, a, a running attack. You will always let the quarterback be the quarterback, and you will pound the rock. I can see it already. I'll try to answer this concisely. I got into good morning football. I did play football when I, when I started, not until eighth grade. Um, I was not allowed to play football for a long time, at least in pads. So I played football in high school. Then I played it in college. And then my life got really weird, and I turned into an actor. And uh, I was on TV on, um, I don't know if someone from your generation knows what a soap opera is, but it's a show that's for grownups with a, a lot of kissing and it's really corny. And I was basically on it because I had big muscles at the time. That was the <laughs> amount of my intellect. So I was on that for a long time. And then I wanted to be a movie star and I wanted to be like one of these guys who's in the Avengers or is Captain America or something, whatever it is. And I tried and I tried and I tried really hard and it just wasn't going to happen. And I couldn't get any jobs. So then I said, well, I love sports still, and I have a background in sports. So I got a job in sports radio in California, and I did that for a long time and kept kind of building myself up. And then one day there was this news that the National Football League was going to have a brand new morning show, and it was going to be in New York, and it was going to be with these people that you've never heard of and don't know who they are, but they're going to give it a shot. And they liked me, and they picked me, and so I moved my wife and our two little babies from California all the way to New York in July of 2016. And uh, about two weeks later, did the first ever show of Good Morning Football with Peter and Nate and Kay. And I've been there ever since, man. And I hope they never fire me. 
That's awesome. Thank you. Um, so do you have any tips for sports media to help me out? Listen, Giovanni, do you have any tips for me? Believe me, you, I, I, have, I have been fortunate enough to be interviewed many times in different radio shows or podcasts. You are researched, prepared, confident, funny, original. Like You, you have all of the tips. I, I'm not even joking. I, I don't have a tip for you other than keep doing what you're doing. I, there's no um, magic wands in any of this stuff. There's no like, well, if you can do this, you got it. The key is this, be completely who you are because people can smell you if you're being fake. If you're someone who doesn't like talking about X's and O's and that type of thing, then don't. If you're someone who um, isn't funny, don't try to be funny. Just talk about the game. If you're someone who loves football and has an awesome mohawk mullet that he dyes and has great questions and like repurposes seasonal holidays to make the team win, then do that. And I, and I mean that aside from all of the, the color you have going on here, I could tell you thought about these questions. You prepared them, you wrote them, you deliver them perfectly and concisely. My advice to you would keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing is being yourself and it's working for you, man. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. All right. So to end this episode off, what, is your prediction for the game on Sunday? Okay. So we got Eagles Steelers. Is that who it is, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. This is a fascinating game, Giovanni. Let's get into this for a second because the Steelers, the Steelers are the most mysterious team in the league right now. I feel like we know the least about them because they and the Titans have played the least amount of games. They've only played three. And there was already so much mystery about Pittsburgh going into this year because we didn't know what Roethlisberger was going to be like. So all we've seen them through three games, and I'll add to the mystery, the teams that they've beaten are bad. They only have one win amongst them, and it's a Broncos win over the Jets, which barely counts. So we don't know what Roethlisberger is really like. We don't know really if they're good. We don't know what they're going to be like after this earliest bye week in NFL history. It's a little scary because there's a lot of mystery. And yet... I'll say what I said at the beginning of the podcast and what I've said on Good Morning Football many times. When you have the Eagles down, you better keep them down and you better finish them off. When they were sitting there at 0-2-1, I think the NFC was praying that the Niners would beat them and take them out of the equation. They did not. They got off the mat. They got the win against the reigning NFC champion. And I think that they will beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 22-17, and it'll be the best game the Eagles defense has played thus far. It's been a weird couple of weeks for the Steelers. They might have a few kinks to work out. I think the Eagles are going to win to get to 2-2-1 two, two, and one, and put another ornament on the tree for you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, man. Oh, we got to be done? That's it? This is the best podcast ever. I Listen, I the second I saw the invite, I'm in. I'm all over it. I'm thrilled to be here with you. You do a great show, and uh, just keep doing it, man. I'll, I'll any anything I can do to help spread the word about you and the professionalism that you have here, uh, I, I will help you. And um, I, I, I'm thrilled to be here. I want to. I just want to end by saying to you, thank you, happy birthday, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> thank you. Go birds. Go birds. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.